0: I think you're likely going to have some opinion uh, and some comments on this first conversation. We're talking about new data showing that there are six councillors here in our city that have formed somewhat of a dominant Edmonton City Council voting block. So who are these councillors? What does this suggest? And does this uh, maybe concern you? a little bit about the efficacy of our council. We're talking about it with our guest who's a political analyst and commentator John Brennan. John, thank you so much for making the time. I really appreciate it
1: great to be with you, Chelsea.
0: So there's an article in uh, the Edmonton Journal talking about this. Um, There are some names here right off the top, so we'll reveal them. We're talking about six councillors, including the mayor, Mayor Amarjeet Sohi, um, along with Karen Tang, Andrew Knack, Aaron Paquette, Joanne Wright and Ashley Salvador all voted the same way more than three quarters of the time and were each on the winning side of those votes More than 84% of the time. John, were you surprised to see this information?
1: I wasn't surprised at all, Chelsea. I I saw Matthew Black's report in the Journal on Saturday, and I read the story. I wasn't surprised. If you recall, back in 2021, specifically on October 18th, 2021, Edmontonians elected a left-wing progressive city council. Mm. And I, I count about nine of the councillors, including the mayor, as being centre-left and only about four as being centre-right. So the, the fact that there's a majority on council who are the progressive councillors voting with the mayor, it didn't surprise me at all.
0: I want to talk a little bit about about that in in some more depth here about knowing how they politically align and whether or not that should be something that is more clearly disclosed when they're running in an election like this. But first let's just talk about this this block. Um this this voting block that we're now seeing come through and get some more details on it. So is this a normal trend for a city council? Is this something that we see quite often?
1: Well, it goes back and forth like a pendulum, you know, from time to time, we have a more conservative city council, and then there 's a backlash, and the pendulum swings the other way, and you get more of a center left council there 's no doubt in two thousand and twenty one the pendulum shifted to the left mm. quite significantly now Amarjeet Sohi you know former liberal cabinet minister, definitely center left he is following in the tradition of Don Iveson, his predecessor, who is also center left but there was much many more progressive councillors elected in the October 2021 election. So, you know, that's the result of that election. But, you know, it changes over time, you know, from time to time, you know, depending on the election, depending on what the issues are.
0: So help remind us then, John, when we're talking about them being centre-left or or left, what does that then push through in terms of some of the issues that they voted on um, in, with consensus here with the six, six councillor data block? Uh, what are some of the things that they have that they have um, agreed upon and then therefore pushed through?
1: Well, the big issues are issues involving the budget, especially when you're talking about spending and taxation. And if you look at the debate that happened last December at City Hall, Chelsea when when the budget was approved. The capital budget was approved on a 9-4 vote with only Tim Cartmel, uh, Sarah Hamilton, Karen Principe, and Jennifer Rice opposing it. And then the operating budget, which sets the budget for 2023 to 2026 on the operating side, that's the budget that increased property taxes by 5% in 2023, 2024, 2025, and 2026. That passed on an 8-5 vote. It was interesting that Andrew Knack switched over his vote on that vote because he wasn't happy with uh, council withdrawing from the Edmonton Metropolitan Transit Commission. But that's the kind of vote that tells you where people are ideologically. Mm-hmm. If they're not in favor of big tax increases, not in favor of big spending. And, you know, one of the many controversial items in the four-year budget that was approved last December was $100 million for bike lanes over four years. You know, you, you only have to say that, and that'll get your text line roaring. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, you, you want to drop a bomb, you just say bike lanes, and they <laughs> you've got it uh, you know and I'm, I'm looking at the text line as we're having this conversation right now and someone someone's saying well there's your list of the most woke progressive boneheads on council uh, let's talk about that though i, I mean does just being more progressive does being center left uh necessarily mean it's a it's a bad thing does this maybe suggest that this council is less effective
1: well you know it all depends on where you come down on the other about- biological spectrum. You know, if you agree on things like spending more money on transit, you know, these are the kind of things that this council approved last December. More money on affordable housing, more money on climate change initiatives, big capital spending on things like the Lewis Farms Rec Center. You know You know, if you're in favor of those things, you'd think, oh, this is a good council, they're doing a fine job. If you're a small C conservative, especially maybe a small C conservative, small business owner, and you see all this spending going on and you still see, you know, the crime and social disorder that's going on in the downtown, you might think, why are they spending all this money on things that aren't really necessary? And instead, not focusing on things that are really important, like the crime and disorder that we see in the downtown, the inner city, and places like Chinatown.
0: You know, we we complain about it, and that's our right as citizens and and you know members of this community. And yet, we don't participate in these municipal votes.
1: So yeah, you, <laughs> you you absolutely nailed it, Chelsea. You know, in the October 2021 election, only 37 percent of Edmontonians cast a vote. Right. Ballot.
0: So, how do we change that then? How is this not something that we're just looking in the rear view and complaining about our decisions when we're not actually really active in this decision?
1: Well, you know, I'm a political scientist and I've never really understood why Canadians participate more at the federal level. And then the provincial level, and less so at the municipal level. Uh You know, federal federal elections generally the turnout is 65 to 70 percent. Provincially, it's usually about 60-65 percent, and municipally, it's usually like 30 to 35 (laughs) percent. Just getting to 37 percent in the last election was an achievement, and that's because we had a competitive mayoralty race.
0: So there's been some consultations by our provincial government on whether or not municipal level councils or governments should disclose their party alignment, maybe to make it more clear when voters are selecting who these candidates are. They're not just names. They're actually aligned with a party that maybe you recognize or maybe you personally align with. Mm -hmm. So what are your thoughts on that? Is that the way forward to increase voter um, turnout?
1: I'm not keen on the idea of having political parties at municipal level. If you look at cities that have that currently, City of Vancouver is a perfect example. I don't see that their municipal government is more effective or more efficient than Edmonton's. I think that for people who are actually paying attention to what city council is doing and if they follow municipal politics and especially if they get engaged in election time. If you go to forums or if you read the newspaper or if you you know listen to Chad or watch the TV news you can get a good sense as to where candidates are coming from. You can get a good sense as to whether or not they're a left-wing progressive candidate or whether they're a small C conservative candidate. Mm-hmm. And, and so I don't think having party affiliation beside somebody's name is going to make that much clearer Um, so I'm not in favor of it and you know as you mentioned Chelsea at the recent Alberta Municipalities Convention the delegates to that convention which represent municipalities all over Alberta voted overwhelmingly against having political parties at the municipal level Mm
0: So I'm curious how our listeners feel about that. Do you think that council members should disclose their party alignment, or do you want councilors to remain nonpartisan? Of course, you know you can sec- send a text in seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. John, when we're going back to this this data that's showing that there is this this voting block of six councilors. Mm-hmm. Is that just a coincidence? I mean, this this council has been in control for two years and okay. things looked a little bit different for the first 11 months of that. So is this actually a block? Could this maybe just be a coincidence because of the last few votes?
1: Yeah, I don't think it's a coincidence. I think it's because um, those counselors that I identified as supporting Mayor Sohi on so many votes—they're like-minded on things. Uh-huh. They're like-minded on on the things that some of the things I mentioned earlier that were approved in the last four-year um, city budget. They're in favor of increasing transit service. They're increase. They're in favor of spending more money on things like affordable h- housing, climate change initiatives, you know, big infrastructure projects like the Lewis Farms Rec Center and others. So you know, they generally have the same. Values and so, the fact that they're voting similarly doesn't surprise me at all because you know that as I said earlier, Chelsea, that's the council that uh, Edmontonians elected.
0: Okay, John, thank you so much for making the time. I really appreciate getting your insight.
1: It was a pleasure talking to you, Chelsea. Of course,
0: take care. That's John Brennan, political analyst and commentator, talking about this six-councillor dominant voting bloc. So again, that includes Mayor Emerjit Sohi, um, along with Councillors Karen Tang and Aaron Paquette, Joanne Wright, and Ashley Salvador. So they all voted the same way more than three quarters of the time and were each on the winning side of those votes more than 84% of the time. So to call it a dominant Edmonton City Council voting block isn't out of the realm of possibility here.